week one of the Live, Live Dead series, we talked about um, our thoughts and how we talked about that passage that tells us to deny ourselves and to uh, take up our cross daily. So we talked about how we need to have that mindset of dying to ourselves every day. We need to wake up with that idea that our life is not our own. It's not about us. It's not about our selfishness and our wants and our desires. It's about God, and it's about serving others. Then last week, we talked about uh, live dead beliefs. Uh, we talked about how everything that we do as Christians and as people needs to flow out of the belief that God loves you. Um, and then also that flows out of that, uh, we need to believe um, and be motivated by the fact that everyone else needs to know this, right? So we need to understand that God loves us, and because he loves us, we need to go tell everyone else that God loves them the same so they can experience that love. This week we're talking about action, live dead action, putting all this stuff into practice. I want you to write this down. It's going to be on the, the screen behind me. Action is the difference between living dead and being dead. Action is the difference between living dead and being dead. All right, we're going to start today by talking, we'll unpack that statement a little bit later, but we're going to start today by talking about our intentions versus actions. No, I didn't make that up. I don't know who made that up. I honestly don't. I'm going to say Bilbo. It's the best guess I have. Yeah. Every word you just said, someone else said before you, plagiarist. All right, intentions versus actions. Stop it. All right, so on, on like either probably closer to a weekly basis, I will do this thing where I'll say to Dina, um, hey, Dina, I, I totally meant to do the dishes or do laundry or do this or that, um, but I didn't do it. I forgot about it. Uh, and I'll say it's a thought that counts, right? I say that sometimes, don't I? Right? My intentions are to do something, to be helpful. I intend to. Um, but you could probably ask Dina, my intentions, they're pretty cool, but the lack of action uh, obviously overtakes my intention. Almost yearly, I get to a point where I, I'm like, probably like in January 1st, the New Year resolution thing would be like, I'm going to lose some weight this year. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get healthy. I want to be, you know, I'm just going to be awesome. I'm going to get into shape. It's going to be awesome. Um, so I have that intention, and then the summer comes around, I'm like, cool, I'm going to get my bike out because I don't run, because I think people that run are weird. <laughs> just kidding. My, I have the knees of an 87-year-old man, so running isn't a good thing for me, but I can bike. Um, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to bike around, it's going to be great. And every year, I start going pretty well. I'll bike a couple times a week, whatever, and uh, as time progresses, um, it becomes less and less frequent that I will go out on my bike and, and try to exercise. Um, and the fact of the matter is, is my intentions aren't trimming my waistline by themselves. I wish that was the case, that I could just intend to be thinner and it would just happen. Um, but it doesn't happen that way. There needs to be action. Last example, seatbelts. Seatbelts have saved countless lives since their existence. Um, now they're pretty much standard in every vehicle on the market. And laws are in place to make sure people use them for their own safety. Yet... Thousands of people neglect to wear their seatbelts every day. Maybe some of you neglect to wear your seatbelts on a daily basis. And if you neglect to wear your seatbelt and if you get in an accident, the chances of you getting really injured or dying significantly increase. That's just good science. Good intentions around, seat belt, around a seatbelt really mean nothing. It's not going to save your life to intend to wear your seatbelt if you don't do it. 
The action is the difference. Good intentions are nice, they're awesome, they're fun, but they are absolutely worthless without action. Absolutely worthless. But the thing is, is in our life, we, we usually have good intentions, right? We've all wanted to do a little better in certain areas of our life, um, to try a little harder, to be a little more focused, maybe to be a little more disciplined. That's my favorite one. Or even to make some major changes in our lives. We all have good intentions. Our intentions are good. But the only time we see change is when we put action behind it, when our intentions are matched with action. So we tend to have good intentions about our health, about eating habits, about spiritual growth, about quitting bad habits, like biting my nails, uh, like getting out of unhealthy relationships, entering into more positive friendships, spending more time with loved ones, watching less TV, spending less time on social media, amen, saving more money for the future, studying harder, sharing our faith more often, being more of a light at school, and living a more Jesus-centered life lifestyle. Maybe a lot of us in this room have some similar intentions. Maybe there's somebody who has all of these intentions at once. But there's a struggle between action and intention, and it's a struggle that's been going on since the beginning of time. We look at the story of Adam and Eve, and I think all of us know how that went down and what, ha what happened in that story. But their intention was to walk with God, to be close to God, to have a, a, a good um, incredible, intimate relationship with him. But their good intentions were not matched by their actions. Right? They disobeyed God's only command. There was one thing they couldn't do, and they disobeyed. And thus, because of that, the world became a broken place. However, God in his infinite wisdom and love knew that we would also wrestle with this same tension. He loves and cares about us so much that he sent a guy um, James, to kind of tell us his thoughts on this matter. So we're going to open up your Bibles to James 2, 14 through 26. Open them. James 2, 14 through 26. All right, so we see in here, it, it references a couple people. We see in this passage that Abraham and Rahab, that they had faith in action. Uh, Abraham, if you don't know the, the story behind these two people, Abraham was told by God to go sacrifice his only son. Now, Abraham was the guy who God promised was going to be the father of, like, all the nations, of a bunch of people. Um, so he had one kid, and God's like, go sacrifice your kid to me. Uh, that would be kind of tricky. Um, but he did it. He went up, and he did everything the way he was supposed to, and he was, he was about to, to kill his son. told him to do, and then he didn't. He had faith in action. Rahab was a prostitute who had faith. By people that were trying to kill them, um, she shielded him and sent them out the other way so they could get away. She had faith. Faith is his whole life. We read the Bible and the Gospels, and we see all the action that he took based on his faith. Abraham was a person of action. Rahab and Jesus were people of action. But are you? Are you a person of action? Are you a person that has faith but no deeds? Are you a person that has good intentions but no actions? 
Good intentions without action is like having faith without works. Our faith is proved by our works. That We see that in James 2, the passage we read. Our intentions are proved by our action. Faith without deeds is dead. Intentions without action is dead. It's worthless. So it leads us to that, that quote, that line that we had up earlier. Action is the difference between living dead It's an entirely different thing to have action, to live living dead. Living dead is about taking action in your face so that others can know Jesus personally. That's what it's about. It's about grabbing on. day. To every single day wake up and not care about yourself and just pour yourself in the lives of other people to live out your faith. Ask yourself this. Does your faith have good intentions but no action? Does your faith actually require actual faith in Jesus or not? Think about that for a second. Will you leave behind the emptiness of good intentions and allow your faith to take action? There's a story that was in the news last year in June. It says this. Between the branch and the ground. He was with his four-year-old son, Quillen. Help, Daddy's pinned. The four-year-old replied, I can't, Dad. I can't help you. The dad in this crazy situation, but is alive and well because his son took action. This is a real story. Action. And because he did, this man, his dad, is alive now because of it. Who in your life could easily die if you don't take action? Nothing would change. So maybe it is their earthly life, but maybe it isn't. Maybe it's just someone whose eternal life is.